Kumite. 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 I wish. What the fuck did you just say? I couldn't hear you. We're not talking about Bloodsport. God, I wish. But sadly, there's no wrestlers in it. There are no wrestlers in in Bloodsport. But there is The Rock in this thing that you decided to show us instead of watching Lucha Underground or TNA this week. Yes, we have decided I am taking the wheel as we have returned from a, uh, a two-week hiatus. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> so, I was sick for a week. I, I had four days off, which would have been beautiful, ideal time for podcasting, but I immediately get sick. Yeah. And I'm trash for the fucking four days off I get. So we announced that our name changed to Rassel Boys from Rassel Boys. <laughs> yes. And I had a sore throat, yeah. but that went away because it turns out it was a tonsil stone. Yeah. Then, then I got I a new job. And he got a new job and then quit it. I quit that job because it was fucking terrible. It fucking sucked. I don't know if I should go on a tangent on it about, or not, but... No, 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 no. We're not here for. We're not here to. We're not here to bitch about Taco Bell. But we. It's are weird here though. To... Is my opinion is that it isn't Taco Bell. It's that Taco Bell. Yeah. Like the we're Taco Bell I worked at sucked, but I feel yeah. like the other Taco Bells are probably run fine. <laughs> yeah. But more to the point, we're not here to talk about Taco Bell. We are here to. Ah, uh, yes. We are here to experience beige. We're feeling the beige tonight. We, Because uh, I have taken the wheel, and I have taken us to the Starship Enterprise. I know it's not the Enterprise in Star Trek Voyager, you nerds. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> on the USS Enterprise. <laughs> so this is Sunkatse. 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 It is uh, an episode of Star Trek Voyager from its sixth season. Episode, uh, aired like, 15 or something. Episode 15, aired February 2nd, 2000, and we start off in this absolutely poorly lit, like, room. Uh, it kind of looks like a circular dodgeball arena, almost. Yeah. And, like, two people are fighting. One is a weird forehead man. He's, like, skinny. He's got the butt crack on his head. He's wearing, like, a gold, he's wearing, like, a gold singlet that's cut slightly too low. Yeah, he's like a really skinny-looking Klingon. Or maybe he's on the other weird forehead races of Star Trek. <laughs> two, two forehead men come out. Two forehead men come out, and they're wearing, like, glowy, glowy gloves and glowy feet shoes. Yes. And they're fucking, they're going at each other with their glowy feet shoes, and the crowd's, like, cheering or booing when they, uh, when they get into the fight. Or when they when they throw punches. There, there's like glimpses of the crowd, and there's a couple people from the Voyager on it, or like in the crowd yeah. cheering. <laughs> like the fight ends with uh, with the hero Gen, as he is that is the race he is of the second weird forehead man. Yeah, because the first because the, the Klingon was overselling like shit. Yeah. I could be wrong on him being a Klingon. I don't remember enough SF debris to know the name of any of these characters. <laughs> no. I feel like I should have watched the this SF debris review of this first before 
But the Voyagers but... on shore leave. Everyone wants to go on vacay. You know, vacay while they're... I think they're trapped in another part of the galaxy. Which makes shore leave sound very weird. They're going yeah. to Nor Norcadia Prime. And the nearby Pendari system. And, uh... <clears throat> We have several sequences of walking down a hallway and talking. Like we're in a fucking West Wing episode, yeah. And like some guy will like just walk through a door and then another person will continue the hallway walkie-talkie yeah. until they get to like a, the kitchen where they open the grate and it's just like this big pot of yellow shit. Because <laughs> uh, Neelix, he, uh, he went to... Is that his to, name? Um, yeah, Neelix. He, he, went to, he went to have himself a tan. But he didn't. But he didn't. Uh, but he didn't bring his uh, proper thermaline. So he now has to make like a like a fucking. I, I just want to establish anyone who's listening to this after our long hiatus that we're finally back with a different name. So that means it's oh, harder yeah. to find us on YouTube. Oh yeah, or easier. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, here's oh, yeah. the thing. The way, I'm I'm Mega Fighter, and that's Ali, our you know our usual host. I got vaccinated. <laughs> you got vaccinated. You still haven't. I need to get vaccinated. Yes. Get vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. I need to get that autism right now. Yeah, you gotta reload. <laughs> you gotta reload. No, 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 no. You're becoming you're becoming sociable again, and that means you can't get any work done. You I gotta know, get more right? autism. <laughs> get more autism. God damn it. This episode has been taken down by YouTube. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so uh. So Neelix is doing, like, some sort of weird ointment thing. He's, he's got sunburn, and he made, like, weird fuck ointment. Or <laughs> Fuck ointment is a very different kind of ointment that you should not put on sunburn. Yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to, like, cure himself because he fell asleep under, the, under two suns. I got a skin condition. I just wanted so to point out before you cut me off, by the way. That on a scale of zero to Mike Stolklasa, in amount of things you know about Star Trek, You're I'm like a, I'm like a two. <laughs> You're a Jay Bauman. And you're like a four. <laughs> so Yeah. My dad watched Star Trek, so I feel like I at least have the comfort of I But can... consider this as just Imagine if they advertised this, and knowing Vince McMahon he would advertise the fuck out of this of a wrestling fan sitting down and watching Star Trek and this nerd show. the first 10 minutes is a hallway and like one fight scene between two guys that look like they're part of a two guys barring the rubber forehead look like they're part of a 70s progressive rock band. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of techno babble going on. There's this weird like alien dude. Who's got sunburn? You so, might be fucking bored out of your mind at this point. They're doing inventory and like everyone just starts trading barbs about like yeah. just I don't know, just seven and nine's a Borg lady and she sucks it's according boring. to other people. And she's boring and she didn't assimilate an amusement park or something. And we started making jokes about Mike and Rich being on uh, the set of Never Been Kissed. <laughs> um, so she goes She goes to do guy. inventory with a different guy. I think his name's Paris or something. And, uh, let me check. 
I'm using I'm using the memory alpha setup for this just to be sure. Uh, yes, I think. So she talks to him. She closes some cylinders <laughs> and just carries the cylinders down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. She says that she's going on a trip with Tuvok, which is sort of the 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 uh, Vulcan guy. I think yeah, to look at a micro nebula. To go look at a micro nebula, even though everyone's like, "But it's shore leave, and you gotta have fun on shore leave." But they could be having fun watching the micro nebula. Science is fun. You ever make a fucking? You ever make a baking soda volcano? That's fun. Yeah. You ever? Know, what? What? Not you ever do one of those inertia fun. tests? Those are fun. Like not everyone's definition of fun is going to be hanging out at the beach. Hanging out, hanging out with your family. Having yourselves a party. No. Sometimes people want to just sit back and just kind of read a book. Do math. And that's fine. Do math. Play chess. So they get into this little, like, scuttlebug ship so they can head off. After she carried her cylinders down the hallway. (laughs) Didn't, like, the doctor show up and be like, yeah, you know, I... You should try doing something fun. He's like, you can join me. You should, f- you should fun. And then she's like, no, I don't want to fun. Like, you could join us to observe the micro nebula. And Doc's like, I'll pass. No. <laughs> you carry those cylinders now. Have a good day. <laughs> so they're in the little scuttlebug ship. And then they get hit with a dampening field, which makes them damp. Yes. Now they're all wet. And a bomb gets teleported onto their ship, and Tuvok tries to disarm it, and they die. He did not, he was not even any good at disabling that bomb. He kind of, like, grabbed it once. Well, he tried to port the bomb off, and it didn't work. So he was just like, I'm going to touch it, and then it blew up. Yeah. But they're fine. They're they're dead. And they're fine. Oh, yeah, we made the joke about Chakotay's uh, tattoo making him look like he was a part of the Nation of Violence. (laughs) Some ninjas kidnapped me, and I came back wearing this tattoo. (laughs) And, yeah, they wake up. They wake up. uh, Or Seven and I wakes up because she's not dead. She's getting scanned by, like, one of the the people there. Like, saying, oh, she's, like, a Borg. She's, she's got, like, she's a drone. Oh, my God, she's a drone, but she thinks for herself. Woman warrior? How? How? Woman how? fight in... Woman different? So they're on, like, a prison ship, which is actually the Tsunkatsu ship. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're met by this uncharismatic fight promoter with a mustache. This, oh, the awful awful mustache that's kind of like attached to his face it's like a fu manchu but really weird like he glued it onto his face <laughs> so this is Pank, the uh the fight promoter of sunkatsa who i really wanted him to have more of a charis- charismatic kind of carry to himself because but he's supposed to be like a sleazy fight promoter of this here's sort of my life. problem with star trek i am not a star wars fan i am not a star trek fan I have a vague grasp of sci-fi, but one of the things I hate about sci-fi is that for some reason, because it's in the future, we cannot articulate, emote, or in any kind of way express any kind of outward personality or charisma. We must be very serious, or... 
We must be very serious, so that even when I'm showing that I have intensity or charisma, that I am put together and futuristic. It's, a, it's especially upsetting. Everyone talks like that, and because everyone talks like that, it makes it not special. Yeah. It's especially upsetting because the... Uh, Look, the here's the thing. The you, can, you can be in the future and be informal. You can be yeah. informal even on an official, like, Starfleet ship. Because you only have to be formal when you're performing the duties of your of your of your position like if you're like the you're on the navigation team or the communicators yeah i can understand being cordial and like very mechanic and polite but if you're just on if you're just like on the bridge deck like they were like in the in the rec room and just chatting about boxing why are they just being like i enjoy boxing Here's the thing that upsets me about Penny Gears. His actor is Jeffrey Combs, who I know is actually a very good actor and can ham it up when he needs to. Can you give me some info on Jeffrey Combs? Uh, he is best known as Dr. Herbert West in Reanimator, the Reanimator movies. Okay. If you've ever seen those, you know how good he is in those. I have not. <laughs> I, I swear I, he's had other roles that you might recognize him. I think my go-to is Herbert West. Let's see, he played the question in the DC animated universe. Reanimate your feet. He is in Injustice 2 as Brainiac. No, he's Brainiac in Injustice 2. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he also played the character of H.P. Hatecraft in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> I get it. Which is, which is a joke <laughs> on Lovecraft, a.k.a. he did a bunch of Lovecraft movies. <laughs> Look up the name of his cat. No. <laughs> Don't no. look at the name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat. <laughs> what about H.P. Love? What about H.P. Hatecraft's cat? <laughs> That's probably not bad. <laughs> Call the Cracker Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, we are so canceled. Uh, uh, <laughs> we should have probably we should have probably held off for another week. <laughs> but yeah, I I I love me some Jeffrey Combs. I he is a good actor, but but it's just like he's not. He is so like, I am, I, I am, am the, acting in a sci-fi production. I am acting quiet. beside you in a sci-fi production. I wish for my friend to be safe. Yeah. Oh no, so, we are going to die on this combat ship. Yes. We, so uh, Tuvok is Tuvok is injured due to a bomb blowing up in his face. Fair. So, so they're he, like, he carried himself pretty well for being severely injured. Yeah. I liked that the makeup work, because he's a Klingon, because Tuvok's a Klingon, and they have, like, green blood. His wounds are kind of greenish was a, in color. I thought he was a the or Spock Vulcan, guy. excuse me. Spock a Vulcan, yeah. excuse me. Why did I say Klingon? Oh, my God, you got the species wrong. <laughs> what, is this captain of the starship going to drink beer? <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Tuvok's injured, so Tank makes uh, Seven, like, fight in order to, to ensure that he'll be fine. Uh, like, everyone... Yeah, then they go back to the bridge after that. And they're talking everyone... sports. And they're just kind of, yeah. like, joking with each other, and half of the sports are made up. So they were just going, ha-ha, <laughs> like... 
I don't know, like space. Space javelin. <laughs> space javelin. <laughs> I genuinely cannot even. We watched it like not but five minutes before recording. Space cricket, yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember a single fucking sport they even. Parisians. <laughs> yeah. You punch like a. You punch like that. Uh, you punch like a Ferengi. <laughs> You punch like a Ferengi. Oh my god! He did say like the that Asian guy said that. Oh, oh, Harry Kim. Yeah. Played by Garrett Wang, aka Wang. <laughs> Wang. Anyway, we're we're children. Yeah, I love uh, space sport. Chakotay. Everyone's talking about space sport, and Ch and Chakotay's like going there. He's gonna go see the fucking thing. He wants to go see it. Because he's an anthropologist, so it's a it's a cultural phenomena that he needs to study. I'm fairly certain he said the same thing about seesaws though, so <laughs> Cultural seesaws. Cultural seesaws. Oh, uh Neelix has a rash, but Chakotay oh. like delegates the ship to the the Klingon girl. Yeah. And she's like, oh, so you can watch the MMA fight. Yeah, real cool. Real cool. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Are you going to watch the Tsunkase fight on the ship? <laughs> on the, yes. While I take command of the ship? Yes, I will watch the MMA fight while it, I'm on the ship. <laughs> it, it is, uh, yeah. God. You don't all have to do it, okay? You don't all have a voice, for fuck's sake. I don't remember this shit happening with, like, like other Star Star Trek characters. No, Picard like, I can tell you the difference between a Picard line and a Riker line just in the tone of voice or it wasn't as restrained or it wasn't as restraining as it was here everyone's so awkward I swear to god I've seen Picard like do more than that. Yeah like you're, you're not all data okay but yeah, Neelix is being treated by a doctor, he says, ah, oh, you're, you're fine just don't Oh, he also had an allergic reaction to his own treatment, so... Yeah, he got a rash. But yeah, he says, oh, you'll be fine. You know, here's a hyperspray. They'll deal with the swelling and discoloration. Just the stay, doctor's just uh, like, oh, that Tsutkase is such a boorish sport. It's like human cockfighting. And Neelix, because he's got to stay inside, is like, well, the fight's indoors. Yeah, I, I could guess. watch that. And he's like, how dare you? It's based on boxing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> barbarism. Ah, barbarism. My hair's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think this is around when we cut to back to the 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 Sunkatsu arena. Sunkatsu, even though everyone in the crowd just chants Sunkat. Sunkat, Sunkat. Who, Mateo? <laughs> Got Chong Lee, Chong Lee, Chong Lee, Chong Lee. Man, they would get no fucking views if Bolo Young was the guy that they brought so in. So it's I a feel girl like with weird great. hair versus a slightly larger girl with weird hair. <laughs> yes. The smaller and one over in like a, a couple second. kicks. And like, I don't think she even gets a couple of kicks. I think she goes one kick in and it's done. And uh, Chakotay pretty much goes into techno battle mode, explaining that how Shinkatsu uh, works. They have glowy things on their hands and feet. And yeah. And glowy things on their chest and the back of their neck. And if you like punch it. Like they have it, sensors that you have to punch. If you punch it, it hurts. 
And then the other it's guys like, are like, oh, focus on the fight. But there's no fight going on. <laughs> this is like They're between, between the fights. fights. So basically what we've got here is laser tag MMA. Yes. But now we finally get to the thing that was advertised. Finally! The Rock! Let's go back to... Where am I? <clears throat> so, I guess even The Rock... Even The Rock... One of the most charismatic men on TV in the 2000s. Hell, even charismatic now. I am A talking walking. like this. I am one of the strongest warriors from my planet. And I will defeat you. I am you. so strong. I am so strong. That you, Seven of Nine, will not defeat me. <laughs> Don't they say that, like, Sunkatsa are no- Or not Sunkatsa. Oh, my God. The Pendaris are known for, like, their great strength and their bad tempers. He's fairly even-tempered. No, no, he, he never got pissed off once. Which you'd think would be the thing you'd want with the- How do you waste the Rock's talent like this? Like, the Rock wasn't the greatest act- Like, the highest-paid actor ever yet. But he was still talented enough to act. You could probably he just tell him to cut a promo when he could. <laughs> you'd think. You'd think. You think Do this blood thing. sport, because it is a blood sport, they establish later it's a blood sport. You think this blood sport, if it's got inspiration of gladiatorial arenas, you think having a personality would make people A, know your name, and B, bet on you. Right? By the way, what name? He doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name! <laughs> I looked it up. He's listed in the wiki as Pandari Champion. He's the Pandari Champion. <laughs> That's all you know. He doesn't have a name. You couldn't fake a, like, a fucking silly gladiator name. Look, I've you seen couldn't... other shows do the whole space gladiators thing. I couldn't name them off the top of my head. Power Rangers Ninja Steel. <laughs> just, yeah, it's one of them. But you imagine one of the fighters. One of the fighters is just like, I'm the toughest. I'm the strongest man. I'll crush anyone who comes by me. I'm Rasslor. Rasslor. <laughs> Rasslor is like the the epitome of this concept of a space warrior just dominating everything. Yeah, but he also just he has like crowd chops. He could work a crowd. Yeah. You'd think, but no. Instead, we just get kind of a boring fight between him and Seven of Nine. I don't think... Does he even hit the rock bottom? I don't recall. He might have. Yeah, no. He might have. He might have, and we might have missed it. If he doesn't, then that's a fucking waste as well. Hit... <laughs> give Jerry Ryan a rock bottom, you coward. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. It's not like it hurts. <laughs> not like she, it's not like she doesn't have a stunt double. So, The Rock what beats her. Uh, they try and... Um, so, Chakotay notices that Seven and Nine is fighting. And he uh, tries to... Neelix. Oh, okay. It might have been either. And Chakotay yeah. calls the uh, Voyager to come pick her up or beam her in. And it turns out that they're not actually fighting where Chakotay's watching. They're... It's a projection. <laughs> oh, it's holographic projection. Okay. Yeah. That was the part I missed. And that they, they, they don't know where their actual devil. location is. And here's the weird thing. Then they cut to uh, Peng, right? His name's Peng. Peng? Or I think it's just a, the Herojin guy who doesn't no, no, have a no, name. No, no, no. They cut to Peng. The, the guy oh, who, the, the promoter. Oh, yeah. They yeah. cut to him watching them fight in an empty arena. 
Mm. And then when the rock beats when the rock beats her, he does that whole like, look into the crowd and sort of absorbing the atmosphere thing. He is entirely so fucking alone. There's no crowd. There's no crowd. Right? Who fucking who who directed this episode? Did no it one tell the rock that you're not actually in a crowd? Did did he just improvise because he was filming in a crowd and was like, I'm gonna appeal to the crowd because I'm the rock. And then well, it was just like crowd. he's not in a fucking crowd. <laughs> God damn. They don't do anything right with this concept. So 79's knocked out. They take her to the back. She's all bruised up. Someone's like scanning a thing on her and says it's, it's a like a dermal regenerator. Dermal regenerator. I'm regenerating your dermals. <laughs> your dermals. That see, I think what the idea is that is that it's like it's a skin contact like like curing thing, like a like a magic wand you wave over the skin and then it gets in the skin and that fixes things. Like yeah. a, like the hypospray. Or like that injection thing we we once looked at, like the fucking like the air pumping injector? Yeah. I but know what you're talking no, about. But no, the way it's said, the name of it implies that it is an epidermis-based based fucking healer that will just fix your skin. Fix my skin. <laughs> so, yeah, she gets bruises, and that one guy, I forgot his name. The, what? The... the hunter guy. Ah, uh, he doesn't have a name. He's Herojin Fighter. Oh, Herojin Fighter. Please name your characters. Uh, Herojin Fighter oh God, comes up and pretty much talks about how, like, do you know what's the difference between a champion and a survivor in here? Nothing. And it's just like, I would have gone with the difference between a champion and a survivor is a just a belt. <laughs> and even that doesn't make any sense because not all of the fights are fights to the death. It took, that was a question we had while watching the episode was like, well, is this a death match or not? Well, they kept saying that people who lose die, but she lost and she lived. But the and thing they didn't say or didn't clarify, maybe, is that when your touchy things are red, it's a death match. And your touchy well, things blue. are blue, it's not a death match. And they didn't establish any match that was a death match before the death match that happens later. <laughs> I was very, I remember they said blue match, but I feel like they kind of expected you to know what that meant. But it's like, no, that wasn't the case. Maybe there was a bit of dialogue we missed somewhere where they actually did explain this, but it just felt like it came out of nowhere. Pang comes in and talks that. about how because Seven of Nine is a Borg and they're in like this special quadrant of the galaxy, she's a heel and everyone wants to like buy tickets to see her get her ass kicked. Even though he comes up with this line of like, you see how much they pay to see you lose? How much will they pay to see you die? Even though it's like, look, man, as a promoter, you really want to keep your but, talent as long as you fucking can, because as soon as they're a, gone, that, that, you're is, out. that is a short-term boost. As soon as they're gone, you're out of a paycheck, mister. Like, <laughs> you want to keep that money going. You got to build a star. Hey, Pank. Did you come from like the Bischoff line of <laughs> genetics? Because that's like putting that's like putting the belt on Goldberg to pop a rating for a nitro. Yeah, it's just you don't think about the benefit of not doing that. So you do the stupid thing and then you're just like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like with Goldberg, it's like, "Oh god, he someone has to beat him now." Or with fucking or with this guy. Yeah, kill your top heel. 
kill your top heel. Yeah, totally. That'll work. Fucker. You don't know shit. You don't know a goddamn thing. Don't know a goddamn thing. Fuck you, Jeffrey Combs. You deserve better. Uh, anyway. She, seven to nine trains with the fighter guy. Yeah, the Hirogen fighter dude. Hirogen fighter. They're like, like, you know, everyone has a plan until they're punched in the face, basically. And she's like studied the manual that Tuvok got about Tsunkase, but he just does moves that aren't in the guidelines. And it's like, oh, what are you going to do then, huh? What are you going to do? It's and amazing she, that there are guidelines to this when it seems to be a then she kicks him in the fucking then she kicks event. him in a fuck in the fucking liver. <laughs> yeah, she, like, oh, she, gets, liver. she gets him with that wapo because he because he has a weakness. <laughs> El wapo. He has an old injury on his left side that never healed after 19 years. Then he talks about his life and why he's been there for 19 years and he lost his. He was on a hunting trip with his son. And his son, taken. his son watched him get taken away, but they didn't take his son at first because he wasn't because big he was enough. Small. I yeah. was, I was trying to angle that they were going to make either seven and nine or him fight his son, but they don't do it. You would think, no, the son doesn't show up at all. I just like how immediately he followed up. I just put her up against the wall. I was like, I tricked you with my tragic backstory. I tricked you with my backstory. Never take sympathy. You are a hunter. Do not, do not pity your prey. It's like so. Neelix comes back from an embassy, mm. and they tell him that they cannot help him with getting Seven of Nine off of the Sukanse ship, because apparently it's almost all the profit for their planet. <laughs> it's like with how entirely you only have one. You have only one Pendari fighter. Yeah, he's the champion of Sukanse, but. That can't possibly justify, unless you well, are a dirt poor planet. All the other fighters die. Are we not talking about industries such as the food business or like medical or medical or, or weapons development, weapons development or construction? This fucking dingy ass fighting arena is all your money, even though you only have one guy as your champ. <laughs> only one guy is the champion. One Pandari total. I don't think anyone else is a Pandari. Just him. Unless Pank is. I don't know. They I'm sorry, of... I don't know what the Pandari race looks like. But they kind of talk about how they're starting to si they're starting to single down where this ship is. Because it keeps moving every time it broadcasts. And they kind of like figure out a flight pattern with a big map. And they're just and like... And then they mentioned that it's like a traveling circus. And I was just like, Kizarni debut win. <laughs> wasn't it like, it wasn't even like a traveling circus. It was just, they were following like the pay-per-view broadcast signal, basically. Yes. Like, it was just basically the satellite feed. Which again, is like, so this planet, this fucking planet of Pandari people, they get most of their like planetary revenue from pay-per-view It's not even next to the planet. Rates? It's not next to the planet. The guy who runs it isn't even a Pandari. Right? Like, you can't be. How? <laughs> so uh. we made a joke because her training was starting to get complete with the, uh, with the fucking guy warrior. The Herogen, yeah. Herogen warrior. And I made the joke. I was like, I taught her wrong as a joke. <laughs> taught her wrong on purpose as a joke. <laughs> Wang Lo or Wimp Lo 
Excuse me. Not Wang, Low. Not Wang Low. But, uh, yeah, and then it's like, they're still talking about how it's like, I don't want to kill anyone. That's like Seven and Nine's whole deal is she doesn't want to kill anyone. She doesn't want to kill anyone in this fighting arena, even though she hasn't participated in any form of deathmatch. She's only fought once, and she got her ass kicked by The Rock. She but talks by the way, with... he's gone, by the way. Rock's gone. He's gone. Never There's shows. No rock he is gone. <laughs> if you tuned into this episode to see The Rock. It took half an hour. He's gone. <laughs> you had five minutes of screen time at most. <laughs> at best. At best. So she talks to Tuvok, who's feeling a little better about these death matches. And I just started thinking, your next opponent's Nick Gage. <laughs> he knows. Nick Gage. <laughs> MDK. MDK. <laughs> he believes in something called MDK. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and like we're going through like what is the what is the final match? What is the red match going to be? Is it going to be The Rock again? Because we're really hoping for more of The Seven Rock. 7 of 9 comes in, they boo. And it turns out it wasn't his son and it wasn't The Rock. It was the guy who taught her. And it's like, so. you wanted to learn all my moves. And then he was like, no, I wanted you to learn all my moves because I want to fucking die. <laughs> I still like this. He really did teach her wrong on purpose as a joke. <laughs> the kaiji strategy. No. The kaiji strategy. So basically, so he does, so like he, it's a red match and he wants to die because he's been stuck on this, like stuck on this ship for 19 years. Yes fighting and he doesn't think he's ever going to see his son again and we started realizing why not just put them in an octopus hold and just complete like pink belly their sensor until they're <laughs> until they're done <laughs> like they never try for submissions it's all hand-to-hand -hand. well they're all like i'm not saying playing grab ass would probably be the better option but if it's about hitting that sensor just fucking grab him and start bonking the sensor like you're playing a bop it. Just like, yeah. put him in a leg lock and then bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, like I said, octopus stretch. Like, or, yeah, octopus stretch, I think, is what I'm thinking of. I want a good death. There and do some pink bellies on that sensor. And then they're fucking dead in an octopus hole. So the ship comes in and Chakotay is the the acting captain and they enter commander Chicote. and they enter uh, negotiations or they they pretty much like ping the Sukase ship they tell pink like you know you have pink is my, like you, you have two of my crew. my crew give them back and then pink is just like no <laughs> and then she's like oh gotta shoot him now shooting time so they just start they have like just a very not interesting space battle. <laughs> They're just having space laser shootouts while Seven's fighting the Herogen, like, at the same time. They kind of alternate back again. and forth between the Herogen fight and just two ships floating slowly towards each other with lasers. Pinging lasers, and then uh, Janeway comes in, because they called in Janeway. And said, back, hey, fuckers. we lost two of the crew. And she's like, ah, fine. Shortly's over, I guess. I love shore leave. And then she and she and Jane and uh, Janeway comes in, shoots at the lasers. I have a feeling that they wanted to use as little like Kate Mulgrew wanted as little to do with this episode as possible. 
So she's so, in like two to three scenes. Yes. Like I'm taking a break. <laughs> I'm... So she, they shoot down the shield. They shoot the satellite. And they knock shoot the out satellites, the and their signals start to go down. And they cut to the uh, they cut to the main like main board of the Sukase ship, and they're just like half our viewers have half our viewers cannot see the show anymore. <laughs> and I just joked, we lost half our audience. Tell them Mick Foley won the belt. <laughs> yeah, I'll put butts they're broadcasting on. They were broadcasting on Go Fight Live. <laughs> I don't get that one. Uh, Go Fight Live did like really bad uh, iPay-per-view broadcast for um, ROH. But yeah, so The Rock doesn't show up. Nope. Uh, we get to we get to like the end of the Sakase fight. And, like, Seven, Seven Man gets got... the upper hand, and he's just like, kill me! And then they both get beamed out. <laughs> yeah, she's hesitating, and they get beamed up. And it's all good. And then, like, Seven's getting treated by the doctor, and he's just like, yeah, if you need, like, anal cream or a phaser. Analgesic! Okay, an <laughs> analgesic. You want some anal cream? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you're injured, so I, mean... I might have to apply it myself. <laughs> Yes, and like he talks to like they say, oh yeah, there's like a Herogen hunting party near, like three light years away. We'll drop them off. We'll drop you off with them. I might find guy my son again. And now he's looking for his son again. And I almost expected it to go like the fucking Operation Overdrive route of like the they show up with the son, <laughs> so he doesn't even have to look. There he is. Hey, how's it going? Hey, but no, no, he's just gonna leave and like, you know, they have like some sort of heart to heart, and then it ends with um, like Seven and Tuvok talking and, about like, how like this experience made her more human instead of taking it away because she, even though she, she learned how to kill. She, well, she was like afraid that like in that moment she was losing her humanity after trying to reclaim it, but we're like. You exhibited basic survival instincts. Wanting to live like, is a human trait. <laughs> like, and like, she's like, oh yeah, he had fear and regret and shame. And it's like, yeah, that's human. So, and, like, uh, and then the... that's it. And then a minute of credits. Oh, and the Herogen took his sticker off and then gave her his the sticker. Rog... Oh yeah. It looked like no, one of those toy reflectors you put on a tricycle. <laughs> yeah. uh, god this episode sucked i don't i didn't like it <laughs> like i can't even imagine as a star trek fan enjoying this episode what a waste like, of the rock <laughs> what a waste of the rock what a waste of jeffrey you Combs. got one of the best character actors in wrestling and a pretty decent character actor and a pretty Jeff, decent character actor in his own right and you made him stoic and show up for five minutes. <laughs> Both of them barely like. It was like the. It was, was like unbidden. the. It was like the people who were making the episode didn't trust The Rock enough to give him any material. <laughs> they don't even give him a name. They don't give anyone. They don't give several people names. <laughs> Hank is the only character of this of this Sinkatsu plot that has a name. That's it. And, like, literally, I don't know how serialized the Star Trek Voyager is, but it's literally just like, we, uh, Captain's Log, Stardate, whatever. We're traveling to here. And then at the end, it's just like, we're still going that way. 
Oh my god, there's an episode of Enterprise with the big show on it. Wee! <laughs> oh, I know what's going to happen the next time I take the wheel. Oh my god, he looks hideous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> save it for he's later. In green, he's in green makeup, it's wonderful. Wee! Why'd you make that... me watch this? <laughs> I thought this was going to be hilarious. I thought it was going to suck, and I was right. <laughs> you were right. Well, it didn't even suck in a fun way. This no, is it just boring. sucked. <laughs> Sucked. No, no awards because that because this is an episode of Star Trek, and no one really gets MVP for it anyway. No, Ro the rocket's underrated because fuck it. <laughs> I think that counts. I don't want to give Rock that, but I don't know if he had decision in what he did. Uh, so that was uh, so that was our newest. Uh, that was uh, I'm taking the wheel. I'm no longer allowed the wheel. I, it sounds like. Fuck you. I, I'm banned <laughs> from the wheel. But if you what's want next? Actual... The fucking the '70s show where they had Matt Hardy in it. Excuse you. They had an episode with The Rock in it. So. So we could also watch that. <laughs> Are they gonna not use The Rock correctly there either? He played his dad. So. Okay. So that could actually be kind of fun. But anyway, if you want to see actual wrestling content, if you're a new viewer who came in here because you saw a Star Trek thing, we have Wrestle Boys, which we have recently renamed to better fit the algorithm. It is R-A-S-S-L-E space B-O-I-S. Yes, we got the W out and we added a space. We got the dub out. Yeah. So... Our views did go down a little bit, but that's just because people have to find us again and we have to start linking to the new links. I might have to go back and rename all the episodes. Whoopee. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you can find us, so, you know, for this episode, you can find us watching 2002 WAF until Peacock Shuffle, 2002 TNA until we started hating that, and Lucha Underground, which we will get back to and hopefully have better notes this time. I swear to God, if you have another episode where you don't write notes, we're not watching Lucha Underground anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just watch more Star Trek. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever wrestling-themed Star Trek podcast. <laughs> uh, what do we say at the end of these? Uh, soon cut, soon cut. Wait, 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 we forgot the plug. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter that we forgot the 